Hello, and welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast, where today we're going to be talking about balance and the balancing act in photography. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and this is episode 426 of our podcast. Really do appreciate you taking a few minutes to hang out with us here at the Perceptive Photographer and do a little conversation on photography. I also wanted to remind everybody, if you haven't signed up for my newsletter, sign up for that newsletter, get a free copy of my Working in Black and White ebook, and also stay up to date on all the latest studio news, including workshops, classes, speaking engagements, and fine art print sales and gallery shows, etc. So head on up to my website, danieljgregory.com, and you'll see a link opportunity there to sign up for the newsletter and get that free ebook. All right, I want to talk today about balancing act inside of photography, because I think balance is something that's really important, and it's really critical to consider in photography, but it comes about in a bunch of different sort of ways. And so I want to just briefly touch on a couple of my key areas in that sense of balance that I think are important. And the topic actually came up sort of in a weird roundabout sort of way out walking the dog. And we were headed across the field down towards the beach. When we got near the beach. I was amazed at the grace and balance at which my little dog, three-year-old dog was able to hop up and walk along some of the boards, some of the different pieces of driftwood that have drifted up onto the beach to sort of run that length. And so in an effort to, you know, not want to be left behind, I jumped up on a lot of those logs myself and started to kind of walk down. And I was amazed at how there's this interesting tension point when we're walking and attempting to maintain our balance, where there's times where the balance seems to come relatively easy. And even on a more narrow, say, piece of driftwood or a more narrow board, Sometimes it was easier than it was on a wider board. Maybe it's the, the curvature of the driftwood or whatever it was. And as I got to thinking about that sense of balance, in some ways, the more you think about your balance, the harder it became to stay in balance. You started thinking about where to place your foot so you wouldn't slip. Or if I'm drifting a little bit to the left, how do I counter pressure on my foot to the right? And I did a lot of that work back in the day when I fancied being a rock climber. So we learned a lot about pressure and counter pressure and things like that to help make you maintain your balance as you're climbing up the side of a hill. And so a lot of those sort of memories and lessons came flooding back. But as we continued on our walk along the beach, I got to thinking more and more about just balance in life in general and about how, you know, all the criteria by which we decide what is a good life, what's a meaningful life, that probably at the core of some of that is balance and a sense of being able to stay upright and given a variety of different circumstances, whether it's happy, sad, joy, loss, there's all sorts of different ways in which we find ourselves on that pendulum swinging back and forth and returning to a sense of, of balance. And I don't think of balance necessarily as control, but I do think there is an element of control in terms of our ability to maintain our uprightness um, and avoid falling down and skinning our knees, so to speak. But when we talk about photography, I think there's an interesting aspect to that notion of balance that becomes critical because we oftentimes speak of balance in photography in terms of framing and composition. How well in balance is the frame? What is included into the frame? What are the positions of those things within the frame to achieve a sense of symmetry balance? Or in some cases, maybe we want the photograph to feel slightly out of balance to invoke sort of a sensation or experience of something being not right, something being unfamiliar, creating a sense of anxiety, tension within the image. So there's this notion of just how we visually see and frame that can create that sense of balance. I also think there's a couple of other points of balance that become interesting in photography. I think one of the things that we find when we start looking at photographs that are 
more interesting and I think more comprehensive in their visual language, we find a balance between concept and technique, that one's not so weighted to one side or the other side, that that's all we notice. We notice a really strong level of technique, but very little conceptualization, or we notice a lot of concept, but we're lost at the inability to produce the technique to create the narrative structure that is required for the photograph to be successful. Again, we come back and we sort of look for balance. We look for an equal weighting, an equal value of those, and maybe not equal, but such that we are actually able to maintain some level of uprightness and our ship doesn't get flipped over. I think there's other elements within balance that become important that are in the more creative conceptual realm. And one of those is the balance of high and low. And I think there's a lot of times when we think about things going well and things being good is we're sort of at the top in, in a sort of a manic depressive. We're manic and things are going great. Things don't go great and we settle into this sort of low valley. And we fall into, I think, even if we don't have clinically diagnosed depression, we fall into a creative depressive state because things don't seem to be going well. Things don't seem to be going as we expect. And again, part of, I think, what allows us to be successful in the long run is finding that there's an evenness to our creative practice and that we're not looking at specifically a high spike or a low valley, but we're looking at over the course of time, are we finding ourselves to sort of ride the balance of that? That yes, there'll be ups, yes, there'll be downs, but across time, do we find ourselves essentially in balance? And the reason I think that's important is that one of the key things that I think balance provides is a sense of harmony. I think it is a pleasing result. It's a pleasing effect. I know walking on driftwood, you feel a lot more harmony with nature when you're in balance on the driftwood than when you're falling off of it and a sense of panic sets in. And I think in our creative practice, it's very similar that one of the things that striving to find a sense of balance and find a sense of, of purpose in balance is it allows for there to be a harmonious relationship with our creativity and our creative practice. And what that harmony allows for, I think, is a safe spot, a safety net for us to exist within so that when we are feeling like things are harmonious and that things are working well, that we have a safety structure there. And that safety structure is one of our own making. It's one of our own construct that we make in our head that allows us to say that I think this is more valuable than that, that I think this technique is worth learning and this one is not, that this is worth exploring, this is worth letting go of, and that those trade-offs aren't seen as giving up or quitting or gaining or losing, but an evolutionary step in achieving a sense of calm and peace within us. And I think a lot of what we strive for in our creative process, and a lot for a lot of people when I talk to them about their creative practice, particularly if they're engaged in some other form of work, the creative practice is their form of escapism. It's what allows them to step away from the difficulties they have in their job, a job they may not necessarily like, maybe it's a relationship they're struggling with, but they find a sense of relaxation and joy in the creative practice. And so when we find that if we can hold on to that sense of purpose, that again, what that creative process is about is about us finding our center, us finding a spot to plant our feet and feel like we're grounded, that that experience, that again, sense of balance allows us to 
make significant steps forward because there's a confidence that comes when we feel like things are in balance. And I think that one of the struggles we have sometimes too is when we look back at our photographs, we think about them in terms of an either or situation. So is the content good or is the content not good? Does it have the appropriate sense of framing or not? Is the contrast correct or not? Is it expressive or not? And I think if one of the things that we slowly shifted our language around, our mental approach to thinking about it, not necessarily in our broader conversations, but in our conversations with ourselves about our work, is how does this experience of looking at this image, or as I'm thinking about going to process this image, how do I think about that in sense of, is it in balance or not? And again, not the compositional balance that we talk about so much in photography, but is it helping me maintain my balance as a creative individual? Because it could be a very challenging photograph that is completely different in structure from everything you've ever done. And it may be hard to look at, and it may be on a visceral level, it may be a punch to the stomach that you don't want to feel. But yet if it's helping you maintain balance in your creative practice, having you confront and face and work through some experience, that photograph, that creative process and energy you're working through is providing a sense of balance to the work. And so I think we need to step back a little bit and think about the importance of having the conversation about our work in the sense of, is it providing balance not to a piece of work, but to the work as a whole? And I think when you start to realize that your creative practice is in balance, that you are in a different headspace than if you are realizing that your work is out of balance. And I think it's pretty easy to figure out if you're in balance or not. If you ask most people if you feel like your life's in balance or not, they can quickly say yes or no. Now, they will oftentimes say yes as the knee-jerk response because you don't want to say no because it brings up a lot of baggage. But if we sit down and we're honest with ourselves and we think about where we are in our creative life, our creative practice, our own life outside our creative process, how do we feel in balance? Do we feel like we're just a light breeze from being pushed over? Or do we feel like our, we're really cemented and we're really connected to the earth and the ground below us that's allowing us to stand there in the wind, stand there in the rain, stand there in all the things that confront us and be able to work through those? And recognizing too that a lot of times where that balance might come from is in the community around you and in the people you're working with and in the structures you're working with that provide additional support. That we may Sometimes feel like we're out of balance as an individual, but our community is helping us maintain a sense of balance and purpose moving forward. So we can find a lot of those different structures in how we approach our creative practice. So I think going back and thinking about how you approach balance, how you approach, again, the symmetry of your creative life. And are you in a spot where you feel like you can, you know, walk a tightrope without falling over, without recognizing that there's a sense of tension, anxiety, fear that comes with each step, but there's a confidence that also comes when we feel like we do have that sense of balance and purpose in our creative practice. No matter where you're at, I think all that really matters is that we recognize where we're at and then figuring out what steps we need to take to either maintain and enhance or take steps forward to be in the spot we want to be in. Those are all different challenges that everybody faces and everybody's got different ways of doing that. But I think recognition becomes one of the most important parts we do early up front. So I hope you have a wonderful week of balance and 
exploration of your creative practice and get to do some amazingly exciting things. It teaches you insights into yourself and the wonderful, wonderful experiences you have behind the camera and just out seeing the world. You know, sometimes we take a lot of emphasis on that camera, but a lot of times it's just getting out to see the world is what matters. Again, thank you for taking a few minutes out of your week to listen to the Perceptive Photographer podcast. I really do appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode.